Welcome to Give Me the Loot Podcast with Xavier Marley. What's up to all my looters out there? How's everyone doing? Episode 66. Um, you know, doing this podcast was kind of hard. I had tried to do it. Um, I deleted it. <laughs> Got through a whole episode. I delete that too. Um, went to sleep. Woke up. And I decided... I'm not doing the podcast And Then I put on some Luther Vandross Um Cause original podcast I'm listening to Die Young By Roddy Rich And I'm reflecting You know That's a pretty interesting song Cause you know Roddy Rich hasn't fame yet um but he was on his way uh you know it's about dying young it's about not dying young actually but if you do die young you know this is what it is um for so many people that's a reality depending on where you come from where you live at dying young is a reality some people are so into living in the moment that Dying young Because it's on the table It's not even a fear Um, And it makes me think about my friends Who died young The past two years I lost Two people Um, And what's crazy is When you have a close group of friends Like my friends Like we have a core we have a core friend Even though we, We're not as close as we used to be All of us We still have this Weird group Two people Perishing Is a lot of people When you can only count how many people On your fingers that's in that group Um. So yeah man We took those losses back to back Man so crazy I got one of the friends who died. I got him on a voice note. He's crying about the other friend that died. And then now he's gone too. Just crazy. Um, But dying young is a reality. Especially where I come from. Um, Why is that important? The reason why it's important. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because. While I had this podcast. First of all. Salute to this podcast Yo this podcast turned two years old On January 2nd Um Just salute to this podcast man What a blessing it has been To do this podcast For it to be Uh Living Breathing Documentation Of Not only the world in the last two years But where I'm at Emotionally Mentally I lost my two friends While I was Doing this podcast Every single week So And that's why I bring it up Because it's all connected You know what I'm saying I, I watched Two people die young While I was doing this podcast And it makes you think What's important in life 
when I started this podcast, both of my friends were here. They were both alive. And today, they're both gone into the abyss. I don't know where they're at. And I'll save that for those who get into religious conversations. I don't know where they're at. But I know that they're not here with us. I can't call them. And I can't reach out to them. I can't feel them. And I can't see them again. And that is a reality. So salute to Rowdy. Um, as for the podcast, man, I want to thank every single one of you guys who listen to this podcast. Um, I looked at the analytics and I've been heard in 32 countries. 32. That's a blessing. Three seasons, 32 countries. I don't know about season one or two. I Well, that'll be season two, but I don't know about season one. The first year we did the pod, I don't know the analytics on that and how many countries we were in because they didn't give a recap. But when I did look into it, I got a recap and that's what I saw. So it was 27 episodes released in 2022. Um, It was heard in 32 countries. So right there, that is a blessing. Um, I know a lot of times we try to focus on local and people that know us. I know that's a real thing. Um, I've never been the type of person before this podcast to want to be a celebrity inside the pond that I swim in. I've never been that guy. Um, and I'm not comparing myself to a celebrity. because I don't. Um, but I will say that this is part of being a celebrity, right? Being acknowledged by people you don't necessarily know is part of it. And I want to be careful by saying this, but the people who I know, my family, my friends, even girlfriends, didn't tune into the podcast in 2022. And, and this is people where I come from, right? Where I'm born and bred, where I come from. They didn't support the podcast. And that's okay. I will say fuck those people though, but that's okay. And the reason why I say fuck them, and I mean that with the utmost respect, fuck you, is because it takes nothing for people to support. And normally, family and friends support you last. It's just what it is. They want other people to give social proof to you in order for them to feel empowered to support you. You could be doing shit for mad years. And this is why I often see celebrities and they like have no fans or you see look in the crowd. You be like, yo, where's your friends at? And there's nobody in the crowd. Like they're performing. It's like 10 people there, but it's none of them are their friends because Friends and families aren't your fans. And I, and that's something early on in the pod that I had to learn. Of course, you do content and you want to be beloved by those people. But the truth is, they don't support because they see a version of you and they don't want to. Let me see. 
I'm, I'm trying to say this as best as I can. They see a version of you, right? And I'm guessing they don't want to receive a new version of you. Or sometimes they see themselves on the same level as you. So they don't want to support you because it's like, well, I know him. Like, he can't be doing something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess it goes into the classic cliche of, you know, people want to see you do better, but never better than them. And I'm not saying that my people is necessarily that, but I'm telling you where it comes from. It does come from that. It does come from the fact that people see you doing something and they don't want to see you doing something different. And it's something that's in the subconscious of people that make them that way, especially when they know you. Um, but I never let that train stop me. I never let any of that stop me. I continue to put out episodes every Thursday, every other Thursday um, with the new schedule. I continue to do it because I don't do it for them. I do it for everyone who is listening to the pod right now. This is who I do it for. And I want to say thank you. And I want to say I appreciate you. Because without you, this podcast don't get done. And it's a free fucking podcast. Like, I don't have no ads, no nothing. It's completely free. You wouldn't believe two years of free work. And I'm still acknowledging that without you, the listener, this podcast does not exist. So... Salute to all my loot family, man. I I am so grateful. I am so humbled that I'm able to do this podcast. So, you know, big ups, man. With that being said, you know, I think it's kind of uh, interesting when we talk about the American um, power structure within entertainment. And we see people like Bad Bunny. Um, you know, Bad Bunny get a bulk of his money from the United States. Let's just acknowledge that, all right? We got to acknowledge that. Bad Bunny is one of the biggest stars in the world, but it's a bulk of his money from doing stadiums in the United States. So don't forget that the money is still in the United States. But what is considered successful within fame I think is no longer in the United States. You see Burner Boy from Nigeria. See a bunch of people from all over the globe getting into entertainment and being acknowledged, being valued. You no longer have to be from America in order to be valued. Whether you're Black British, you know, Daniel Kaluuya, um, a bunch of, uh, there's a bunch of black British actors and I, I could go down the line and I could look it up, pull it up. Um, but there's a bunch of them. I'm saying the international hold into American market is way easier than it was years ago. And with the expansion of the internet, with people being able to monetize 
and being able to hold small pockets. Like I said, 32 countries, people from all over the world just tuning into the pod. And I'm very grateful of that. I'm very grateful. And it's so crazy because I don't really do a lot of um, content or, or, or talk about things that's from a European perspective because I am American. And I like to be authentic. Um, and I don't like to too much put my opinion on things that's outside the world because I travel, right? And I travel the world and I understand how detrimental Americans and their fucking opinions are to the rest of the world. Um, because everywhere else is different. Like, kind of like the the World Cup, right? The situation with uh, Qatar um, and the World Cup. That, that situation, right? Um, I look at that situation and everyone had their opinions on that. Like, oh, they won't like gay people over here. Oh, they won't like this. And they say, listen, listen. This is our country. This is how we do things. That's against our religion. So please respect that. And and that's what I feel about me speaking on topics that's outside of America. Even though I do speak on some topics that are outside of America that can translate well. Um, But I try to be very sensitive about it because I don't want to come off as the arrogant American. And um, because I have seen it, right? I have seen Americans talk about other people's country and never been in. People in the shade room, motherfuckers who never left black neighborhoods is having an opinion about what Iran is doing with their protesters. Who are you to have that opinion on that? Now, you can think it's inhumane for Iran to kill all those people, like execute them. You could think it's inhumane, but the same way like you think that's inhumane, I think that the death penalty in the United States is inhumane. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like in America, because we have the freedom of opinion, people think that their opinion always have to be heard. So... I will attempt to do more content or talk about more things from around the world. And I will continue to do that or try to do that or look and really put in effort in that in that uh, area. But for the most part, you know, I do appreciate everyone that's out here. And I do see that now it's becoming more and more um easier to have bases all over the world fan bases that is and and be all over the world opposed to just being relevant in the United States Um, even though majority of the people who do listen is in the United States but I do um, pride myself that this podcast is international and I love that and I appreciate that so if you are international um, listener or somebody in a different country from me, I do appreciate you, and um, uh, I'm saying that from my heart. But let's see, if we get this pod started. Um, so on the last pod that I had, right, not the one where I talked about Tory and Gunna, not that one, the one that I had that nobody heard before this one, 
Um, I talked about Javante Davis, Meek Mill getting in a fight. Meek Mill showing up at Jubilee um, House to do a music video. None of those things fucking matter to me. I'm, a, I'm not even going to hold you. None of those things matter to me. Um, I think I'm going to do another episode, an extra episode this month. And I'm going to go in on Andrew Tate. And I'm going to do that. Not because it's a hot topic. But I think that, and best believe, a lot of topics that I choose, I choose based off of one or two things, right? Society's opinion on those topics, right? I look at it, I see, I go to all the podcasters and I say, okay, I, let me hear what you think. Let me hear what you think. And when I hear these things, I'm like, ah, they're missing it. Everyone sounds the same. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. When it comes to Andrew Tate, everyone sounds the same. Everyone is either really supportive of him, like the Fresh and Fits. They're really like dialing to this, you know, the Matrix is taking this man down. Or then people are really in opposition of him. Only him a rapist. Just just fueling the allegations that's against him instead of objectively looking at it. And then they're being judgmental at the same time. Um, so when I do look at that, it's, it's a lot of hate. A lot of people hate. I realize with people who are in a creative space, there are a lot of haters. A lot of fucking haters. I know in this podcast, when I first started this podcast... I was always into bigging up other people's podcasts. Like, yo, go listen to this one. Go listen to that one. Um, podcasts that I never listened to that don't even exist today. I was in that podcast. Like, yo, go listen to this. Um, but what I realized is that the whole industry is fucking fake. And it's more polarizing and different than when I first came in. Um, but yeah, most of the things I heard about him is either straight up hate or straight up like Blind support So I haven't really heard one That's really like Stating it for what it is So Because everyone's fighting for views And that's what it really is As as time goes on Viewership Ads And all of that shit Is truly important And as companies get fickle People are going to be scared To put out certain information On certain people But I will I will, if you give me a few days, I will cook up an episode on Andrew Tate as a bonus episode. Um, but that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to release that because I'm not prepared right now. And if I was prepared, I'll do it right now. Um, but that is what I want to do. I do want to go in on Andrew Tate and do an old school, give me the loot, fact breakdown. I'm telling you, I'm going to drink a lot of water the day before. So that way I'm not dry mouth, none of that, cotton mouth, whatever. I'm going straight in and I'm going to do the whole episode. So I will do that this coming week. Um, I do have some time off this weekend. So I might cook that up and release that earlier in the next week. Um, But yeah, man, that's pretty much what I had for this week. Um. I really just want to send my thank yous. I really want to send my acknowledgement. You know what I'm saying? Creating something is is so important. You know, I always say it's four people in this world. There's people who make opportunity. 
It's people who take every opportunity afforded to them. It's people who deny every opportunity that's afforded to them because they want to do it their way. And then the fourth person is the people who just sit on the sidelines and watch. They just watch everybody else do their own thing. They don't really want to budge. They don't want to make a difference. They just watch. Um, I decided I didn't want to be a watcher early in my life. I decided that's not what I wanted to do. Um, I just spent my early years as a 12, 13-year-old just watching. I was just existing. And I decided that's not what I wanted to do with my life. Um, denying opportunity. I never deny any opportunity that was given to me. Um, I know some people make life hard themselves by going down the road that they want to go down. I realized that learning from other people's mistakes is always easier. So that wasn't me. Um, I tried to be the guy who takes every opportunity afforded to him. But what happened was I realized there wasn't a lot of opportunities coming my way. It just wasn't. I don't know why people don't give me an opportunity, but they just don't. And with that being said, because I'm not the guy who sits on the sideline and watch, I decided to make myself the guy who create opportunities, not only for myself, but for other people. And that's what I did when I made this podcast. I sat on my couch in 2020 and I was stuck on social media, getting banned for things that I was saying. And I said, you know what? I'm going to make my own fucking shit. I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say out of my mouth. And nobody's going to stop me. And that's what I did. I created something. I took my thoughts and I put action to them and I created something that's going to live forever in the ecosystem. And I'm very proud of that. So, you know what I mean? And that's what I'm going to do with other things. I'm going to continue to keep parading. Whether it's me creating my short films, um, putting things out into the world, writing, maybe writing a book, who knows? But I'm going to continue to make a difference in my way. I don't know. I don't know how long I'm going to have my job. Um, I do have a cool job. It does pay pretty well. I don't know how long I'm going to have that. I might give that up and walk away in order for me to create more opportunities for myself. Because I feel like when you have a job that doesn't, doesn't promote you being better, it doesn't promote you being creative. It doesn't promote upward mobility in your personal life. And it makes you stagnant. I feel like you got to go. So that's an option for me, right? Walking away, standing on my own two feet. That's an option for me. And I might do that. But I just want to put this out there into the world. I appreciate every single one of you guys who listen to the podcast. I really had nothing to really say. Um, no really serious topics that I really care about. Um, Biden had papers caught in his office. Uh, the FAA went down. Flights got canceled. I mean, this is regular shit. This is, hey man, I put this out that we're not getting better. And the moment we continue to let the government control our happiness is the moment we ain't never going to see happiness. At this point, we got to look out for ourselves. Remember, they don't have term limits for a reason. 
it is a shame that the same government that was in place when I was born is the same people in government today. That is a shame. That is a shame. And I don't care how anybody fucking put it. We're continuing to vote for people who are past their prime, who cannot fight for us, who cannot change things, who aren't, who doesn't represent where we're going. So guess what? Change is never going to happen. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, no one man can rise above the conditions of his people. So until we all figure this out, nothing's going to get solved. I'm out of here. Peace.